Hi, that's Ansley. And that's Megan. And this is AMG. Do-do-do-do. Welcome back. Hello, everyone. We hope you've had a really great week and (laughs) so much fun and um, all the things. (laughs) Wow, Meg, was that like an, an opening blessing? Because if you, it was, you just crushed it right there. May he shine his face upon you. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> May the wind be always at your back. <laughs> no, that one's dumb. No, I love that one. I always say that because Chambers would, sorry, that's my choir for everyone. I have a choir in college that I'm in called Chamber Singers, and we like go around and tour, and it's really fun. Um, Chambers has like a lot of times we'll end our concerts with that and I'm trying to I think it's may the road rise to greet you may the wind be always at your back oh I'm trying to remember I have to sing it isn't that uh, a song yeah yeah no it is a song that's what yeah. I'm saying it's like it's like I think it's called parting blessing I think that's what it's called mm-hmm. um and then it's something about may God shine his face upon you I don't remember it's it's very sweet so every time I, I think just of- like the blessing classic, that- may he bless you and keep you, shine his face upon you, well, however that one goes. <laughs> now you're just going to remember what so I So be that. blessed, everyone. Be blessed, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I, okay, when it gets I, a little, oh, sorry. Sorry. I, I just had a really interesting thought the other day and I was like, you know what? I think this would be an interesting topic to discuss with Ansley. Oh, um, shoot. No, it's not like anything really serious at all. It's, it's probably just a weird thought that I <laughs> oh, thought no. of and no one else will ever think of. But um, <laughs> I was just like thinking about like my friend's parents yeah. And do you have those friends when you're like, oh, what does your dad do? And they're like, oh, they're in real estate. And you're like, oh, what do they do? And they're like, well, they're just like in real estate. And you're like, so your dad runs the mafia. You know what I mean? Like, you're, <laughs> yes. like there, yes. there's those people where you're like, I don't think you do. Like, I swear I would not be surprised. There are multiple people I know. I would not be shocked at all if I found out that they were like, huge embezzlers or like you know like there's just people you're like I don't think you are in real estate it's always when they say here's the thing (laughs) blank field they don't give you a specific job title you're like oh you're a real estate agent no 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 I'm not a real estate agent when when people say real estate I just assume that they own property you know well it's just an example well, okay, fair. Because the one that always like, okay, well, there's a couple things. Number one thing is usually those families are bombed to hang out with because they're rich. And so you just <laughs> go over and eat all their food and swim at their pool and ride in their freaking Hummer. And then you just go home and it's great. Um, not that I've ever been in a Hummer, disclaimer, but I, <laughs> that's just what I picture in my head. Um, but the one that always gets me is I'm like, when they say my dad works in the government, I'm like, okay, okay that's fair. What does that mean? Like, that's no- an automatic <laughs> red flag. But I'm talking just about like, like someone in real estate. You're just talking about regular jobs. 
yeah like when someone's like oh i work for the government like obviously you're like and they won't tell you what they do you're like okay you're in a three-letter that's agency what I was thinking when you said that is those kinds of people so i just there's some people like i guess there's just like don't do something legal yeah 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 i'm talking about more not like not like undercover i'm talking more like some weird illegal business okay i got you i got you i see what because there's some kids too maybe this is this just always hits me weird like i can i can tell you exactly what my dad does and it's not like super normal but (laughs) i know for a fact he does it like i have listened to so many of his business calls it gives me a headache and <laughs> I know what he does. I can kind of explain it, but there are some kids who literally could not begin to explain what their parents do. And that's when I'm like, are you just not like curious? finance, like finance? That's one of them. I guess. Yeah. What does that mean? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my dad works in finance. Oh, like, what does he do? Like, does he manage people's assets? No, he just works in finance. <laughs> like, you're like, does what? He, does he do accounting? No, he's just in finance. Yeah. yeah. Like, okay, I, I, what, I know what you're saying. Yep. I have a friend where I'm like, I think there's something. I think I think your dad does not do what you think he does. Like, <laughs> I, this is a little off. Things just don't, things just don't add up. I don't know. No, no, I feel that. Yep. When it's the second it gets very non-specific, you're like, hmm, what? <laughs> yeah. And I'm. I wonder if the kids know or not. You know. <laughs> Do the kids know that their dad is a massive embezzler, mafia person, drug? Yeah. Nobody knows. I just these are things I think about. You know, because no, we did. We had neighbors actually who um, were in real estate <laughs> and they went to prison. Oh, no. Yeah, for fraud. Yeah. Ooh, so big, big. I'm like, it just, you know. Yeah. Yep. There are just some occupations where it is like, it's just so non specific, it's sketchy. Yeah, like there was some teacher at my high school who drove, like a high school teacher. You don't make that much. Like that's just everyone knows that, and right. then drove like a super nice car, like mm. so, so nice. And their dad, their husband, they didn't. I don't think they were married. I think that was like what was weird. And so we all were like, like something's up, you know? Like you're just like <laughs> you can't be a high school teacher, like ah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe weird. we should it's change this weird. into an investigative podcast where mm-hmm. we start interviewing all of our friends and their dads. Fine. Just like figure out whose dad actually doesn't do what they think they do. Yeah. I mean, like, I know for a fact your dad does what he says he does. My dad does yes. what he says he does. Yep. I have definitely, I know for a fact my dad does what he says he does. Yeah. There have been actually a lot of people who think that my dad it doesn't do what he says he does. Which oh is no, funny. so and I totally thought that when we first met you. Really? 110%. You was said, what I don't even remember. You said my dad works. What did you say? You used to say something. High tech sales. 
Yeah, like that's just sales, sales. That's another one. Sales <laughs> always sketches me out. I'm like, what does that mean? But then sales? I can explain to you what he sells, but I oh, normally you don't. Can. You can, but I think like, <laughs> okay, this sounds kind of bad. When Sophie and I first met you, we are just like, okay, what do we know about Meg? We know that she lives in California, which is an expensive place to live. We know she went to Bowdoin Seehof with a Bible school in Germany. All of, all of her siblings have done this expensive things. We're like, what? Is there something going on here? Like, is, what does her, what do, she has two dishwashers in her kitchen. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> so it wasn't, because it's not even like it was out of the ordinary. It's not like you, you know, flew to school in a hovercraft or anything. It was just like, oh, okay, well, hmm, we've never, like, met Meg's parents yet, so we don't know. I think when we met your parents, we we're like, oh, they're so normal. Like, this is a very normal family. Yeah. But when you're just like, I'm Meg, and this is my family, and you're just describing them to us, I think both of us were just a little, a little suspicious. That's interesting. I didn't know you thought that. Cause... Yeah, maybe I'm, not, maybe I'm speaking for myself, but I'm pretty sure I remember me and Sophie having conversations about it. That's interesting. I mean, if you ever visit me, I promise you that the two dishwashers will be very <laughs> underwhelming. So um, I don't think it will be. I just, really don't. I don't think it will be. It's just not. That is like, still for my- me, I thought it was normal. Like when I, so I, okay, as everyone now knows, I have two dishwashers in my house. <laughs> and I grew up thinking that was 100% normal because like my best friend lived in my neighborhood she has two dishwashers. Like everyone I know had two dishwashers. And I was like, oh, like that makes sense. Cause we always had one dirty Ridiculous. and one clean. And it was nice. Oh <laughs> like, yeah. And I don't know. So that is just wild. I that told, is so wild. To I told Ansley and Sophie, and they thought I was an alien. I don't know. Or... We really did. There were a couple things freshman year that Meg said about california or just saying she had and we were like what are you talking about two dishwashers we're like wow you must live in a mansion and she's like no i think that's also why it's just like you talking about the two dishwashers just immediately set us up as like meg is super rich like (laughs) was like they are rich and i can't believe they have two dishwashers like that was the thing we honed in on as this is like a um an item that identifies you with wealth. Like I don't know why we dishwashers, man. If you ever want to impress someone. <laughs> so yeah. that's that's an interesting thought. I like that. I think that's very yeah. that's very fun. Yeah. Well, when my my dad was a small group leader for these middle school boys and has basically mentored them now and they're all like married, but they, they my dad knew them for years like and met with them all the time they always came over to our house and he said that one day he was driving them they're gonna go play like laser tag one night or something and the guys in the car I think they were eighth grade or freshman year at this point I don't remember but they got really quiet and then they were like Mr. Pizzo we really need to ask you something and he's like okay and he's they're like are you actually in the FBI? And he was like, <laughs> And they're like, we just don't get it. And we're like, multiple people have asked him. So I, I personally wouldn't be super surprised if after my dad 
passes away someday I find out that he was like yeah I think I would be shocked either your dad he would be working two jobs because I he's literally sitting in his office right now no no no. that's fair that's fair but like a business call like your dad would be the like he has the I don't know just the the little personality for it because he's so I don't know. He's just so upfront and kind, and you're like, "Oh wow!" But then the back you wouldn't suspect him. You have a side. You would, yeah, but exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, Uh, he would. He would be able to get away with it. Yeah, I don't know if my mom would be able to keep that secret though. So, like, absolutely not. Either she has no idea, or she's a way better liar than I ever. (laughs) Lisa's been playing you all these years. Yeah time to fess up oh gosh no she would be too worried she wouldn't be able to do it there's well no maybe way. that's why she acts worried she's like so mm-hmm. like oh like it's don't hard. do anything dangerous but really my dad's like risking his life every day maybe <laughs> oh my gosh so my dad is obsessed with sunsets and he always like leaves to take pictures of the sunsets he could be going on Ooh. mission <laughs> for 15 minutes how long does it take him to get a picture of the sunset? I don't know. Sometimes he's gone for a couple hours. Oh, shoot. Meg, I don't know, Meg. Your dad is, quote, unquote, in sales. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. So I first, um, our first interviewee should be yourself and your dad. I think mean, that's yeah. the first one we're going for. That would be – we could do it next week because – Surprise, Ansley and I will be together again. Oh, one, bah, week. Bah, 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 bah. <laughs> one week, one week, one week. Because we are graduating. Oh, bah, 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 bah. <laughs> yeah, which I already graduated, but I've just kind of been, you know, living as if she I have I'm coming to walk. I'm coming to walk, which yep. I'm also, we can talk about this later, but I'm confused <laughs> about my cords again. I don't know where they went, so... Anyways, like, did you order, like, the graduation box? I didn't, but I got one. I haven't gotten one. Oh, ha I didn't order one, but I got one. It showed up in the mail, and I was like, I def did not order you. So it was, like, my cords and ran, like, a T-shirt and a keychain or something. I don't remember. Actually, I didn't really look through the box. Case told me what was in it. And maybe mine's taking longer because I live here. I don't know. In California. Yeah, but I was like, I really want my cord. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> um, not... Do you get the cord for pre-med? Is that what it's for? No, the, the summa cum laude cord. Oh, 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 oh. And oh. then I also need to, that's a whole nother thing, because I have two other cords I'm getting, but my brother needs to pick them up. And oh. um, But I haven't gotten, I texted, because I know the people who run the club so I texted both of them and they're like yeah I'll let you know when you pick it up and well how about this worst comes to worst I'll just let you use my cord while you walk and then I'll use it while I walk done yeah but then there's still the two other cords um no I'm talking about from your box and it never shows oh, up oh, like, that, is good, that is a good that is a good idea while you walk I'll use it while I walk done Done. Okay, we figured it out, everyone. Don't worry. 
<laughs> yeah, I love that we're sorry actually you- <laughs> discussing we're actually discussing real life logistics. On yeah, here sorry now. you all had to be a part of this uh, real meeting that we decided to <laughs> have really quick. <laughs> oh no! All right, do you have a word for us? Um, no, not yet. Are oh, you going to okay. update us on your life at all? Any? Oh, we oh. have actually we have some updates we need to talk about. Oh, we do. Yes. Number okay. one, you said you were going to tell us what you got your mom for her birthday. Oh, <gasps> that's right. Okay, guys. So I haven't actually told her yet because her birthday is today, which she's going to be my shout out. That's a that's a uh, spoilers. But um, she so okay. She's actually mm, she's kind of close, but I'll just say it kind of quietly. So my brothers and I um all came together and got her a gift. And I had this idea for a really, really long time. But I was like, guys, this is the year. Let's do it. So we're doing a joint like Mother's Day birthday gift because her birthday is so close to Mother's Day. And we got her a hot air balloon ride. And I'm so- <gasps> Oh, my gosh. I hope she just loses her mind when I tell her because this has been on her bucket list for years. And my mom and I have always really bonded on like our love of being in airplanes or just getting to be a pie, like, um, like on a, the top of a rock wall and getting to rappel down or those kinds of things. And so when I went skydiving a couple summers ago, she was like so jealous. And so our big, big plan is to take her skydiving next year for her 60th. Aww. Sorry, I told everyone how old you are. But <laughs> <laughs> this year, I was just like, guys, like, I don't know if we have like a solid present just for like kicks, but this would be amazing. Let's do it. And they were like, yes, that sounds awesome. So that's what we're getting her. I'm really excited. And I'll tell you guys if she loves it next week. That is actually the best gift ever. Wow. <laughs> I'm so excited. The only thing about it is once you do gifts like this, nothing ever compares. You know, next year it's like, hey, mom, here's a basket of fruit. Like, what are you going to follow that up with? (laughs) I don't know. So, like, is anyone going with her or she's going by herself? (laughs) So this is basically what I told my dad is I said, dad, here's the deal. If you want to go with her please do, but we're not paying for you to go. So, like, if mm. you want to go... So she might be we, alone in that balloon. She like, might, but she'd still love it, so I'm not really concerned about it, but I feel like Dad will go with her. Maybe yeah. I'm wrong, because, honestly, Dad doesn't love heights, but this is going to be <laughs> such a special thing for her that she's yeah. my ever. And when I told Dad about it, he was like, oh, that's a good gift. And I was like, yeah, yeah, it is. So, um... Yeah, so I'm guessing he'll go, but honestly, I don't know. I To be determined. I'll give I, you an update on that as well. I cannot wait to see those pictures. Yep, I think I'm going to take a video of when we tell her. I'm really excited about it. Oh, please do. That is so, <laughs> that is really good. Wow, I'm impressed. Heck yeah. Um, my, what other updates did we have? I The card I got for Amanda, I can now tell you guys. Um <laughs> So, if you know my sister, she's a huge minimalist. Um, <laughs> like, when she lived at home, her whole room was white. Her furniture was right, white. Her bedding was white. Everything was white. Um, in her home, in her house now in Canada, things are still very 
minimalistic like basically everything's like white cream or wood um that would hardcore stress me out for spills oh uh, my gosh well actually that's actually funny you say that because I was gonna say she doesn't spill but there was actually this period of time where every Sunday when we got to church my sister would go get a cup of coffee she'd put it on the ground and in the middle of worship she'd kick it over literally every single week for I don't even know how long and I would just be like are you serious and then she'd get mad at me because I like made fun of her but um she does spill but yeah I don't know how she's kept everything clean she's also she's she's no end she loves to clean she likes things to be very organized very clean anyways so I found this card and it's literally a white card and a white writing that's like kind of raised it says happy birthday and that's it (laughs) (laughs) it's like this (laughs) is perfect and she texted me that's amazing she said your card is on display it's beautiful and I said thank you (laughs) (laughs) she's never taking it down it's just gonna be part of the regular decor of the house yeah so that yeah they're very simple on their decor I'm so sad actually because um I think it's yeah two Christmases ago now which it's insane that it's been that long since we've seen them but um I it was Amanda and her husband Manny's first year of marriage so I wanted to do something special for them and they both um skate so I got them a custom like white skateboard that had their last name on it and then like what year they got married and then like these cool graphics that Manny actually designed um but I contacted their friend who had access to the design. So it was this like cool thing anyways. So it was <laughs> supposed to be for them to put up in their house, but they've never um, seen it in real life. As, <gasps> oh, yeah. that's so sad. I didn't think about that. Yeah. We literally, our guest room closet is full of two Christmases worth of gifts and two birthdays worth of gifts for oh, Polk Amanda and Annie because we can't, we can't give it to them and if we ship it to them they're gonna basically have to pay tons of money in customs Mm -hmm. we're like never mind so So sad so hey canada please open your borders please please um and then my other update uh was i had my softball game oh Um, (laughs) okay i've heard about the softball game but it's amazing um and you know what i thought i was gonna throw up before (laughs) because i was so nervous i was telling ansley this i just find i think i'm very strange because going out and like playing a sport in front of people makes me want to die (laughs) run away but if I were to see someone who was like literally bleeding out I'd be like totally chill I'd be like yeah whatever so I don't know my triggers are stupid the way people's brains work very interesting very interesting so um it honestly wasn't as bad as I thought it would be um I did strike out my first time at bat but after that I hit the ball every single time um (laughs) and there was a period of time during the game where I was like I really want this to be over but by the end I was doing okay but um I have to really shout out the the adorable and wonderful ref or not ref umpire (laughs) Steve Steve was this elderly gentleman who was the sweetest man on the face of the earth. Like, I don't think I would have 
I don't think I could have finished the game if it weren't for him. He was so nice to me. He just like he one time he like called. I was like basically at first base, and then he like said he made some call about it being a foul ball. And then I came back and he was like, that was my bad. Like, that was a totally bad call. It was not you. Okay. Like he was just, oh, the friendliest little umpire. And I, I played for Steve. So what a precious shout out, Steve. Um, Shout out, Steve. But yeah, that was my experience. And that's that. So you're going to keep us posted on the season. Yes. I mean, I don't know how many more games I'm going to play because I'm going to be gone next week and um, I'm also I haven't told you this yet but I'm actually going to be working through June so oh um, heck yeah money 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 because I am stressed and I was like I need to keep working Um, (laughs) yeah because that's how we handle stress in our life you are absolutely correct yeah so just we're into your work, ladies and gentlemen. Yep, that is my coping mechanism. Not healthy, not healthy at all, but yeah. it's what we do. So, all right, yeah. and apparently, we're not even going to try to fix it. Great. Nope. nope. All right. Um, <laughs> do you have any updates on anything else? I, okay, honestly, guys, I'm not going to lie. I really can never remember what we talked about the week before most of the time. So that's a no for me. Um, okay. I'm graduating. That's all I've got. I went to my last class today because I'm skipping one of them tomorrow and the other one got canceled. So we're done with classes and I think I'm going to skip multiple of my finals. And I think that's where we're at. There we go. Yep. She is almost a college graduate. Woohoo. Woohoo. We're proud of yep. her. <laughs> thank you thank you very much <laughs> mm-hmm. um all right should we do our word yep ready okay and the word of the week is prisoner <laughs> mm, interesting very good word for me i don't know yeah, oh there's so much i could talk about say okay you should start i feel like well you just start where you want okay so this has nothing to do with crime what i'm about to talk about oh okay yeah this is so when i was in high school um i had a really fun friend group and we played a game it's not even called well there's a version of it called prisoner but we called it hostages so We'll just call it prisoner. That's we'll call it prisoner. It's actually called hostages. Um, Anyways, how the game works is you elect two drivers, two navigators, and four hostages or prisoners, as I guess we're now calling it. And um, you set up a time limit. So team one takes team two's hostages and team two takes team one hostages. And like normally do like 10 or 15 minutes. And the driver and you blindfold the hostages, they get in the car and you have like whatever the amount of time you chose to go drop off um, your hostages in a random place. And then you 
have to go find your own hostages without using maps or anything. So you just have the navigator like call them and they have to like look at street signs or wherever they are and try to figure out where you are. And then you have to go pick them up and take them back to the house or home base, whatever you want to call it before the other team finds theirs. (laughs) Very fun game. Also probably kind of reckless. (laughs) Yeah. Because we also would always play at like 11 p.m. Um, Just sketchy. And some of the things that Meg gets sketched out about, I'm like, how did you play this game? Like, I do not understand how you played, but you did. I did. I normally was driver and navigator because I felt a lot more (laughs) comfortable in that situation. Um, But there was a time that I was a hostage And basically, we'd always start at my friend Sam's house. Like, that's where we always would meet up. Like, we, that was like, you know, you know, like in every sitcom, there's always one person's house everyone ends up at. It was Sam's house. So, (laughs) um, she lived in like the same city I live in, but like right on the border of a different city that, is a little more sketch and so I specifically said when I got in the car as a hostage I was like you can take me anywhere but do not take me into the neighboring city because I was late at night and it's just sketchy and I wasn't about it so they're like okay yeah 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 ha 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 but when we were (laughs) driving like I could feel it I was like oh my gosh they're taking me to exact place I asked them not to take me And so me and Sam actually were hostages together (laughs) and we get dropped off in this neighborhood and we're like, okay, uh, we, I don't recognize it at all. And so we just, we, we could go left or right. And we're like, which one do we want to go to? And it seemed like if we went right, we were going to hit a main road, which is like one of the easiest ways to figure out where you are, obviously. And so we're like, let's go right. So we start running and it turns into like this back woods like road with like these dilapidated houses and like you hear like dogs barking it's like pitch black no street lights and we're just running for like a mile down this road and we finally hit this strip and there's like bars like just lining this road on either side and there's like all of these drunk guys like everywhere like yelling at us and I start crying (laughs) Oh, and I was like, Sam, I was like, I can't do this. I'm so scared. And it, it okay, it was like, it was sketch, and it was the no, place it I, was I, I, sketch. I'm just like, who, who let <laughs> you got like two girls at yeah. 11 p.m. running around with drunk, like, oh my gosh. Yeah. So I was like crying and Sam was like, Megan, it's okay. I was like, no. I was like, this is not how I die. Like this is I'm about to get murdered. And so we finally get to a main road. We're literally smack dab in the middle of the place. I told them not to take me. And so the car, we're like on the phone with our driver and our navigator. We're like, we're here, like please hurry. But we had initially told them we'd seen fireworks and at the time there was a rodeo going on like in the town I lived in and so we told them to go there which is like a solid 10 minute drive from where we actually were because we didn't realize (laughs) how far away from the fireworks we were and um so they had like turn around and they didn't see us on the side of the roads they were about to like take a left turn it was going to be another like five minutes before they could 
actually pick us up and I was like that's it and I just ran <laughs> through the traffic <laughs> and jumped in the car <laughs> oh my and after that I've never been a hostage again or a prisoner well I don't blame you because that that's horrifying like yeah. no 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 because yeah I mean it's kind of crazy that they're just driving around and like if something happened where were they gonna be like yeah oh my gosh it was dumb i mean like obviously if you get into a really bad situation like we you're allowed to use your maps but whenever i was a driver or a navigator i never dropped anyone off anywhere sketchy or anywhere near anywhere sketchy like i would drop them off in a nice neighborhood there was one time i dropped someone off in a neighborhood that i knew they couldn't get out of but like it's oh. a safe, it was a safe neighborhood so i was like whatever <laughs> I mean, they couldn't get out of it so it's one, it's a really big neighborhood. So, and we dropped them off in the far corner of it. So oh, they no. weren't getting out of it anytime soon. Um, but it didn't, when you came out of the neighborhood, it wasn't on like a road with sidewalks or anything. It was on like kind of a back road. And mm, so, and there's like Meg. no stoplights. And so they couldn't walk, they couldn't walk down the road. And if they even tried, it was going to be like, about a mile until they hit a stoplight oh my gosh so they weren't too pleased but we won yeah how long did that take um they honestly didn't get back that much later than my team did but it definitely confused them (laughs) (laughs) that's insane I just that story always blows my mind like oh my gosh I would yeah pissed I'd be like why in the heck did you do that to me yep that's what I said and they're like we dropped you right on the border I guess if we had gone left it would have been just fine but I was like just a normal neighborhood I was like we didn't know like we didn't know where we were gosh so I I mean it's a fun game but I don't know exciting time I don't know if I'd recommend it for everyone (laughs) it's not for everyone I think um obviously okay so I'm sure Meg will talk about this in a moment but Meg and Sophie are both really into true crime and I think she said that before um but the first thing that I thought about actually was this movie called Prisoners have oh, you watched that you know I what I'm talking about movie yeah with Jake you do love it? yeah okay I'm not surprised at all so Sophie it's creepy. and I is very it, Really, really creepy. So for those of you who don't know, Prisoners has a phenomenal cast, first and foremost. Yes. Have, like Hugh Jackman and Jake, however you say his last name. Dylan Hall. Hugh. Um, I don't actually remember who else is in it, but it has a phenomenal cast. <laughs> Let me look it up for you. I just remember those two people, to be honest with you. Um, but it's really creepy because basically what happens is um, there's – these two families and Hugh Jackman is the dad of one of them. And at the beginning of the movie, um, they both have daughters around the same age, probably like, I don't know, maybe eight years old. And they're walking, they live in the same neighborhood and the daughters are walking from one house to another without like the parents aren't watching them because they were just going to go from one house to another. And somebody abducts them while they're walking back. And so the whole movie is about um, Jake, Jill, Jill, Dinhall, Jill, and all. How do you not know his name? I don't know. It's just not, I see his face, but I don't know his name very well. And he's the detective. Um, and he's very 
different from any movie I'd ever seen him or Hugh Jackman in, actually. Just it's a very dark movie. movie. <laughs> yes, it's very dark. And Jake especially is just, like, so serious all mm-hmm. the time, which, like, fits the character so well. He does a great job. But it's very dark because it, it kind of explores this theme, too, of, like, the daughters are prisoners because they've been abducted. And then you've kind of got this this theme of prisoners running through the rest of the movie, though, because, like, the families are prisoners because they really can't function. Like, they can't do anything because of their daughters going missing. Like, they can't move on with their lives. They can't, like, function on a regular basis. Um, and then you've got the detective over here who's, like, a prisoner to his work. And it's just really fascinating. Like, there's just a lot of little undertones going on and you've got this other prisoner situation that I'm not going to mention because it will kind of ruin the movie if I say Mm -hmm. it but it's horrifying and it's just like oh my gosh so Sophie and I watched it I think it was over Christmas break and um we just really had no idea what we were getting ourselves into we weren't really prepared for the level of tragedy we were about to embark (laughs) upon but um Sophie's future brother-in-law Austin came in the door and he takes one look at the screen and he goes oh my gosh is this prisoners you're like yes he goes I hate this movie (laughs) I was like oh no it's like Austin it got a really good rating on IMDb and he was like yeah no it's a good movie I just hate it and I was like oh no and you get to the end of the movie and you're like okay yeah I get that but it's a great quality movie for those of you who potentially are going to watch it but anyway yeah. no it is it is a very good movie yeah it got 81% on Rotten Tomatoes yeah it's really um, good but yeah I like that movie I can't watch I think I watched it last time I watched it was years ago and it's still pretty uh, burned into my brain yeah so. it's kind of a one and done yeah i think i watched it twice just because i watched it with someone else Mm. um but yeah it's not one you like or like oh this would be so good to watch again tonight (laughs) no (laughs) it's also one of those movies like maybe it's just me and i don't like those kinds of things by myself but i would not recommend watching it by yourself like i oh absolutely not i probably did but absolutely not Okay. <laughs> I am proud of you. I watched it with Sophie and if I hadn't watched it with Sophie, I I would not have done well. Like it's just it's very real, you know, because it's mm-hmm. something that happen, like and does happen on a regular basis. So it's just like, oh my gosh, it just feels it's very in your face. Every yeah. scene is just very ooh, it's it just like makes your senses oh like I don't know how to explain it's just it's just creepy it's just straight up creepy yeah no it's very creepy yeah so but good movie um I mean okay I have so many like so many prisoner things I could talk about (laughs) a lot of true crime but I don't know I don't even know which one to start with (laughs) how about you how about this how about you well, this is kind of a hostage situation as well, but the only, um, so I don't really like true crime very much, not because, I don't know, it's just never really been my thing. I'm like, I don't really just want to sit here listening to this, um, but Meg showed me one of her favorite episodes. Oh, I can't tell them that story. They have to listen to that. 
okay, fine. Then we'll just make a plug for it. Meg had me listen to her one of her favorite episodes of My Favorite Murder, um, which you'll know what it's called. I have no idea what it's called, but it's basically about this man who comes into, what is it? Salt Lake City Library, yeah. There you go. Public City Library and takes a bunch of people prisoner slash hostage slash whatever we're calling them. Anyway, if you want to listen to it, it's episode 113, live at Kingsbury Hall in Salt Lake City, and it's the second half of the episode, and it's it's hilarious. I mean, okay, like, I should preface that. No one dies, okay? (laughs) Everyone can take a deep breath. It's not a murder story. It's very light, and so the way that they tell it, though, is very comical Um, obviously hostage situations are not things that are funny but this story is funny just because the guy who took everyone hostage was really not smart about it (laughs) (laughs) oh man he really didn't prepare enough so um yeah that's 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 that um I mean, like when I think of prison, I live by a prison, a very famous prison. That's what I told. You. That's what I was gonna say. You should start with, but then I was like, yeah, start with what you want. Yeah. So I mean, that's and everyone always asks me if it's scary, which is funny because I live in like there's some report that came out that I live in like the fifth most safe city in the United States of America. <laughs> um, it is a max security prison, but it's not a super max prison. But at some point, Charles Manson was in the prison. Um, Johnny Cash <laughs> has a famous song about the prison. Um, there is a gift shop you can go to. I've always wanted to go buy a prison snow globe. Um, I think that'd be oh, funny. Um, there's also a museum because it's historical. Um, but yeah, it's it's. I don't really think about it. I don't know why. It's just like, okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I know it's not normal to live near a prison, but there's only, I think there's been two or three uh, breakouts in the time that I've lived here, which is like 21 years. And they've all been caught, to my knowledge. And they all were like the least, they weren't like murderers. They were all like the least secure, whatever you call that. Um, yeah they were and I one of them if I remember right like literally was going to get out of prison in like two weeks and then he broke out and I was like what why (laughs) would you You just bought your ticket why would you do that I mean unless he wanted to stay some people do that yeah okay that's fair that's Mm -hmm. true yeah oh um a very famous case the I mean depends on what you want to call him, but the Golden State Killer slash oh. um, the original Night Stalker, um, lots of lots of names for the man. Um, he um, lived literally two streets away from my be- one of my best friends in high school's houses. Um, he, if you don't know who he is, he's um, a murderer. I guess that's. He was a bad guy for a lot of reasons, but especially in the 80s um, in California. And they actually thought he was a few different people because he had victims in quite a few different um, areas and police weren't communicating. But they caught him in 2018, 
I believe, and 2017 or 2018. excited about it. It was crazy, you know, because he had never been caught before, and it they did DNA testing on some of his trash, and it came back like a hundred, like ninety nine percent, you know, because they can't do a hundred. But, um, and yeah, he got arrested for it, everything, which was crazy because it had been a cold case for decades, and there was actually um, a girl had written a book called about it called "I'll Be Gone in the Dark." Um, her last name's McNamara. I can't think of her first name, um, but she actually passed away before he was caught. And so it's just a very, it's a very dark case. Obviously, all murders are, but it's a very interesting case because there were so many little things that like didn't make sense. Like he knew how to tie knots really well, and he knew he was able to like jump over fences, and he always smelled weird, and he always talked about this one person and his MO was just really strange. And um, there was one time where he like broke his shoulder and he went to the hospital, but never was seen. And they finally figured that out. And the nurse, the only person in the hospital, the nurse who was supposed to check it in, him in, who would have seen his face had died like a year before they got to her. Like there was just like so many, like so close, so close. Um, mm. So I'll be gone in the dark is a good book. If you're interested in the case, um, read it um there's lots of podcasts about it um that explain the full story but it was nuts when he was literally we're like oh my gosh we literally would talk about him in my friend's backyard and he could probably hear us so um (laughs) stay safe friends but he's in prison now for the rest of his life yay i think he got (laughs) sentenced like let me look it up. He got sentenced like 700 years or something. Oh my gosh. His name is Joseph D'Angelo. D'Angelo. I never understand why people do that with prisoners. Like, can you not just say like prison for life? Is that not a thing? I'm very, it's I'm, because I'm he... really ignorant on this topic. So I'm genuinely asking. The reason um, is because he got a sentencing for, like, every murder and every assault. And so, I mean, obviously, he's going to be in prison for life. But they're just, like, saying, like, this is how many, like, years in total that you should be, like, spending in prison because of all Mm -hmm. of your crimes, if that makes sense. Interesting. Um, He was an ex-cop. So that was really interesting. Um. And I, I know someone that worked at the um, at the state um, Department of Justice. And so they gave me a lot of inside scoop on things when they were doing his uh, his trial. Um, hmm. He tried to act insane, but he was like totally able. It was really annoying. <laughs> so um, <laughs> I can't figure out how many years it is. I'll keep looking. Do you have any other stories? I I don't have a lot of sto- I mean, I do have stories, but they're all very sad just because, like, when you know prisoners, it sucks. You know? No. <laughs> like, it's not. Well, maybe it's not prisoners not like, you know. <laughs> right. But that's what I'm saying is, like, you either know prisoners and it sucks or, like, yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like any other time you just kind of see it in movies or something any other time like a it's not like a regular thing because the other I mean this is another movie phenomenal movie if I can remember the name yeah it's the hang on I've got it in my head it's like the most famous 
number one rated Shawshank Redemption. That's what I oh, think. Yeah. Of. Like, oh, that movie anytime makes I think me Christmas, feel weird inside. Oh, I totally agree with you. It's not a fun watch either. It's very sad. Oh, it's so sad. Even <laughs> prison movie is just really sad. But um, yeah, I feel like there's this. Um, for me, anyway, there's kind of this block in my brain between like movie prisoners and real life prisoners. You know, there's like nothing in between. Like there's movie prisoners that are just actors, or there's prisoners in real life that I know. And there's like nothing else. That's really all I've got. Um, but uh, but that like I, I always think of that movie. But I okay, this is a good thing. I can think of a good thing with prisoners. So. At one of the camps that I worked at, one of the first camps I ever worked at um, was in Virginia. And one summer, I don't remember how many years I had worked there, but for multiple summers, um, the director would actually bring prisoners to camp. And they, they, they were oh, really? like specifications. Yeah, there's there were certain specifications like I don't. Honestly, I don't really remember, but they had to have, like, been in for so much time or gotten probation-y kind of things um, or got off on good behavior, blah, 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 whatever. But he would, he or somebody else would, like, go pick them up um, multiple times a week, and we called them the A-team, and they would come to camp, and they would just, like, do different projects. Um, And, you know, a lot of stuff went down with that camp in the past couple years, which was really sad. Um, but at that time, I just remember like thinking what an amazing ministry was because we were just giving them a second chance at life. You know, it's mm-hmm. just like, Hey, you're not just this prisoner who no longer can work with anything, but just like, Hey, you can still make a difference. Like even in a camp that revolves around ministry, like please come and build this slide so that these kids can like come and have fun, but also get to know Jesus. And that was just really cool to get to know them and get to know their stories. And a lot of them stayed on at camp, actually, like after they got out of prison, multiple of them came oh, and worked wow. at camp, like either part time or full time. And that was amazing to see of like, never just throw people to the side, you know, like everybody has a story. And everybody really does like, they can have second chances and a lot of people will make use of them, which Mm -hmm. was just really cool. You know, I think that was really awesome. So that's a good story I have about prisoners. There you go. That is a good story. (laughs) Um, I, another show I actually thought of, I don't know if you've ever watched this, but you ever watched the show prison break? No, but I've heard about it. Oh, it's so good. Um, It's basically this guy, he's an architect and his brother goes to jail for murder, um, but he, like, didn't commit the murder, but he gets put on um, death row. And Oof. so um, his brother, who's the architect, gets the plans for the prison he's in and gets them tattooed on his back, but, like, in a picture. <laughs> so only he can, like, fig- he only he knows what it's, like, saying. And then he, like, commits he like goes into a bank and acts like he's going to rob them so that he gets put in the prison and breaks and basically uses like his tattoo to break out of prison with his brother interesting Um, it's an old show now i mean i watched it a long time ago but um from what i remember it was really good so 
Yeah, like- no, I've heard phenomenal things about it. It's just, I've had a lot of lists of TV shows that I'm probably never going to make it to, but maybe one day. <laughs> maybe one day. Yeah, so <laughs> that's another one. That one is, I mean, it's not as dark as, like, other, you know, shows. <laughs> it's because it's more of, like, analytical and, like, building tunnels and, you know, like, yeah. it's... Yeah. Is interesting. So, anywho. I'll tell you my favorite prison of all time, which again, this is fictional. I just feel so like, wow, I need to do something more productive with my time. But my favorite prisoner of all time is Jean Valjean from Les Mis. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. That, uh, which I know you're just like, what an idiot. But um, I am really nerdy about musicals all the time. And Les Mis is probably my favorite musical of all time because it just it just has the gospel in it, you know, like Les Mis really, truly has the gospel in all areas. And I really, really love it. Uh, but Jean Valjean, like he's just this prisoner who's like, all I did was try to feed my family and now I'm just going to become someone else. So I people will stop treating me like dirt. And it's just, ah, oh, like what a redemption story. You know what I'm saying? Like, ah, I've only seen it once. It's so freaking good. And I did not know. I went to see it when I was, I think, a freshman in high school is when the new one came out. Yeah, that checks out. Um, And I had no idea that the entire. (laughs) Yeah. So as like a 14 year old, I was like, like, I was just like, and it's long. It's really long. Uh, if you're not prepped for it to be all singing and if you're not prepped for the time you're gonna hate it like you really have to prepare yourself to sit down and invest in this saga of a movie but I really do love like the book is phenomenal and just the story itself and obviously the music is just out of this world good but I just really love it I just I don't think if I would have been a little more prepared for it I think I would have (laughs) <laughs> enjoyed it a little more because the whole time I was like oh maybe they'll start talking now no nope. <laughs> do they ever they don't they never I think there's maybe one line maybe one if there's they kind if they talk it's kind of like in the middle of a song where they're just taking artistic license to speak it instead of sing it that's <laughs> if you ever went to prison would you try to break out um, I think it would depend on how long I was in for and if I had actually done it. So I'm guessing if you're in for a life sentence or something you didn't do. <laughs> y- yes, I would try to if I was in for a life sentence or something I didn't do, Meg. I don't know. <laughs> AKA, AKA the Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> yeah. It, crazier things have happened. Yep. Would you? You definitely would. Um, it would be a game to you. You'd be like, "Am I smart enough?" <laughs> I don't. Here's, but I'm such a rule follower that even if I was in for something I didn't do, I'd still be like very much a rule follower. Um, I don't know if I would survive in prison. I don't know if I'm like strong enough. Like, oh, I don't think I would. But that's why I'd be like, screw I'd it, get beat I up. Have- to lose i'm just gonna go for this escape plan if i get shot i get shot i don't know because part of me is like 
part of me would be like maybe I can appeal this but if there was no appeal then I don't I feel like yeah I would just try Mm. here's another question Mm. what would you be a prisoner for if you actually had committed the crime organized crime that was a very quick answer we've talked about this before yeah, I know. I just that was a very, very quick that answer. Is I just a very like interesting that. thing to ask people. Like, what, what I is- love asking people that question. It tells yeah. you a lot about a person. Yeah, like I, I just find organized crime very interesting because it is crime, but they're being like very businessy about it. <laughs> like, <what? laughs> it's um, classy. It's classy crime. Yeah, it's a very. I, I don't think I could ever hurt anyone. Um, mm. I only way I could hurt someone is if they were trying to hurt me, you know, like that. Yeah, if that's I was fair. like protecting myself. Self defense. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I think I'd do organized crime. Probably drug trafficking would be like. Ooh, okay, Meg. I feel like hopefully this doesn't like screw me later in life, but. <laughs> And just to make it clear, as we all know, I was recently drug tested. I've never done <laughs> drugs. Never plan on it. I don't She's think just those are really good. Talking about them, aka just, on mine and Sophie's fall. What are you thankful for, board? <laughs> I just I think don't know if we talked about that. No, we don't need to either. <laughs> no, I think we should. For everyone who doesn't know, freshman year. Sophie and I had this sweet gift from my sweet mother and it was just like a little like a little square of a thing that said thankful for Thanksgiving and so we hung it up on our door and we made a post-it note and we said hey guys just like put little things you're thankful for on Meg because we were like you know doing stupid freshman things and Meg came over and wrote something and I don't even remember what it was. It was just like all of these weird, random things. Like, I'm literally trying to remember. It was like. I think it was like my it, She basically crossed it. Everyone. So it like, ah, everyone. Trees. And so like. Like Thanksgiving, I think. And then. Sure. I don't what? know. But basically it was a acrostic that spelled meth. And then she did one for LSD. And then she did, like, all of these drugs. And we were like, who is this person? Because at this point, we've known Meg for about two months. And she's just <laughs> making acrostics about drugs on our thankful board. And we are like, what in the heck is going on? It was yeah. really fun. And not, again, not to make light of drugs or anything. Like, my plan as a physician is to go into addiction medicine in some capacities so I really want to help people who have issues with substance abuse but oh my God. I think it was it was funny because you don't expect that type of humor from someone like me when you see me. <laughs> that's true you expect me to not be funny at all really you expect me to just <laughs> exist <laughs> just sit in the corner is that what people expect from you when they meet yeah, you and that's what I do most of the time until someone's like hey you should talk or like hey I want to listen to you speak and then I'm like okay and then I'll talk a little and she'll talk to you about drugs all day long no I don't <laughs> talk about drugs I talk I'll talk about crime but I won't talk about drugs specifically <laughs> what would you be in prison for white color crime like what like white color crime like stealing 
items that are white collar. Okay, so you'd be in for like fraud or embezzlement? No, like stealing, like, um, like pulling heists, like classy heist, meaning like oh. paintings and like jewels or something like that. That's a t- that's what I would want to do because then you like most of the time you get to work with multiple people in order to make it happen, which I really enjoy some collaboration. I probably wouldn't in time, <laughs> but I really enjoy You're like, I'm just excited to be part of a team. <laughs> Honestly, I just like working with people. But then the problem with crime is they stab you in the back. So that's kind yeah. of an issue. But if I could find like a solid team of people and just pull off some amazing heists, that would be my dream. Yeah, I think I'd enjoy a good heist. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, that's very true. I think I switched my answer to Ocean's Eleven. We all gave... Okay, copycat. I wasn't thinking... (laughs) What's funny is my dad and I watched a movie last night. I think it's called The Vault. I don't remember. It just came out with Freddie Highmore and I can't think of any of the other actors, but um, <laughs> it's about a heist where they break into the most secure bank in the world, which is the Ooh. Bank of Spain. And it, probably not. And I don't think so. Um, but it definitely gave me Ocean's Eleven vibes. And we What's watched what? What's it on? Amazon. Ooh. Um, yeah, it was it was pretty good, actually. Um, kind of predictable, but you know, uh, after you watch Ocean's Eleven, I feel like you'll never get like a Nothing shock compared. like that again. Yeah, um, no. it's too well done. Nothing. Yeah. But Ansley and I to bring to bring it back. Um, <laughs> we she I had never seen Ocean's Eleven, which is funny because my dad owns like every Ocean's ever, and I've never watched them. My dad's a yeah, huge that movie was guy. Wild. Um, but we watched it this past fall and I was like mind blown. But we, while we were watching it, we all decided who we would be. So <laughs> I, I'm Saul, which is the old guy who, who does the impersonations. He does the impersonations and like acts like he's dying. Because um, that's <laughs> pretty much me. Um, and he but like also- is. <laughs> Are you going to say that? The part that makes me laugh the most with it, though, is there's this scene with Saul where he's watching TV and somebody, one of, like, the group leaders says, yeah, Sophie's character, uh, Ruben, says, hey, Saul, turn off the TV, we're trying to talk, and Saul goes, I'll turn it off when I'm ready to turn it off, and they all go, Saul, and he's like, okay, it's off, it's off, which is totally (laughs) neg, like, I'm gonna pretend to be this big tough guy, and it's like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I was like, that is the most Meg scene I have ever seen, or the one where he's getting fitted with the suit, what does he turn around and say, we're like, that is Meg, it's like, if you Uh... ever ask me that question again, uh, yeah, there's something about that. I forget. Yeah, I know he's very much me. I saw him and I was like, this is me in 50 years. Um, <laughs> and then Ansley just got to be Brad Pitt. So that's cool. Um, yeah. I feel yeah, like yeah. I'm more of a Matt Damon, but that's just oh, No, me. wait. No, 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 no. We did decide Matt Damon because we oh. remember we said nobody was allowed to be Brad Pitt because everybody wanted to be yeah. Brad Pitt. That's just Matt Damon. Just kind of the newbie who like knows what's up, but also is like kind of flustered and is just like, uh, you're also like very fearless. Yeah, but also like, yeah, I'll drop down into the vault. No big deal. I got it. Yeah, I, 
I've never been like a um, Brad Pitt like Stan at all. And then I saw that movie and I was like, oh my gosh, Brad Pitt. Um, right? It's just like, it's a new look and you love it. You're like, yeah. yes, sir. I love Brad Pitt in that movie. And then Sophie is, I don't remember his name. She's Ruben. the rich guy. <laughs> Ruben. Ruben. Oh my gosh. If you watch, everyone should just go watch Ocean's Eleven. <laughs> we'll never need to have Sophie on the podcast because you will <laughs> understand who she is in five seconds. When Ruben Honestly, everybody just go look up a Ruben scene from like Ocean's Eleven. Yeah. There's this one, yeah, a compilation would be even better. But there's this specific scene where Ruben um, is at the pool and Brand- Brad Pitt and, um, oh my gosh, thank you, George Clooney, are sitting with him, like, pitching an idea. And Ruben's just sitting there with the most amazing food in front of him, with a pool behind him, sitting in this robe that is just, like, so bright it hurts your eyes. And, and that's huge the- sunglasses. That- <laughs> and that's the first scene that you meet Ruben. So when Meg and I were watching this movie, we get to that scene and both of us just lose it because Meg was like, oh, that's so It was just really funny. Yeah, it was It was good. So yeah. and Meg anyways- was like, praise God, you love this movie as much as I did. I did. I really liked it. I've watched it quite a few times since then. So oh, really, yeah, because I we watched oh. it. I swear, like twice for some reason. No, yeah, I don't remember. And then I came home and I watched it with my dad again. <laughs> so, Ocean's Eleven kick. Did you watch Twelve and Thirteen? No, uh, I think we watched started watching Twelve and I fell asleep. Yeah, they're not as good. 13's okay. 12's very meh. Yeah, 12 really wasn't wasn't what I wanted out of it's it. It's not though. the same vibe at all. No. So, yeah. But I need to watch, because then the girl version came out recently. Was it Ocean's Oh, Eight? yeah, I never watched that. I haven't seen it either. Because, yeah, I think it's one of those things that I love Ocean's Eleven so much. I don't want to watch the other ones. I'm like, no, this is the movie I want to see. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Which is fair. I don't blame you. Yep. It's just quality. Quality yep. stuff. Very quality. Um, well, on that note, should we <laughs> shout some people out? Yeah, yeah. Do you want to go first? You want me to? Um, I can go first. Um, I feel like I kind of already <laughs> did my shout out. But I honestly just want to shout out Umpire Steve again. Um <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know he was gonna be your actual shout out. That's amazing. He literally was so kind. Like he was <laughs> the most kind old man ever. Like I want to be. I want him to be my grandpa. You know. Hmm. So um, he really made me feel super like at peace too when I was up there, um, batting away. So yeah. Bat so. Away. I just was like, how about we are all more like Steve, you know? Like, he was not judgmental of my obviously below average skill. Like, he was just, like, there to support everyone. Like, he was nice to everyone. Both teams. He was a very fair umpire. He was just... He could tell that he just loved being out there. Like, that's just what he does. Mm-hmm. He umpires wreck softball. <laughs> so I was really thankful for him. And he didn't even know how thankful I was. So, yeah. All right. 
To Umpire Steve. Umpire Steve. (laughs) All right. My shout out is like I kind of said spoilers already is for my mom since it is her birthday. Mm -hmm. Meg did with Mandy last week. Um, So, wow. I don't even, I feel like you just can't even cover all the territory of a sibling or a parent because they've just been in your life forever. (laughs) But my mom truly is, I would say, my greatest support system. And I always tell her that, you know, um, I I would say family in general are the ones that if you're going to let off some steam, your family are the ones that you do it around, which, you know, isn't the best thing ever. But um, mom has just really shown the unconditional love of Christ to me more than pretty much any other person. Her and my dad just really um, made the love of the Lord come alive to me from a very young age because of their genuine hearts um, to love me, but also to discipline me in love, just like the father does. Um, And that was always just so sweet. And so today I've just, you know, been talking with her about a lot of serious topics because we just had a serious situation happen in our hometown. And um, I was just reminded of how much she loves the Lord and how knowledgeable she is about every topic. Mom has been my teacher for years because of homeschooling, but she's also been my teacher of the Bible from the time that I was born and is a really phenomenal, gifted person in that area. And I just appreciate that so much that the fact of mom showed me what it looked like to have a relationship with Christ um, from the get-go, you know, walking upstairs or downstairs and seeing her doing her Bible time every morning without fail and just living it out on a daily basis, whether it was her homeschooling us, whether it was her cooking us meals or running us to soccer practice or just saying they're loving on us by doing whatever. Like she just really goes out of her way to show the love of the Lord and to make him an active part of her life. So she's definitely for one of the main people of why I'm a believer today, which is the most important part of my life and is obviously the most important part of hers. So, um, yeah, those are just a couple things that I really appreciate about her, but she's just a, she's just an amazing woman. So if you don't know her, come to Virginia, get to know Sue. She's mm-hmm. an absolute star. She, she is. Uh, she's an adventure woman as well. Just like she's a mom star. to all. Yep, she really is. Just the sweetest little person is down to listen to any story. She's so invested in people's lives. Just like, please tell me everything about yourself. It's just so intentional. And yeah, but she's also down to do crazy things like skydiving and move to Alaska and like do all these, yeah, just random things. So she's an absolute star, boss of a woman. Couldn't imagine Mm -hmm. that her. She is just the greatest. So That was kind of a long shout out. I could go on for hours, but that's my short little shout out. I love you, mom. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Sue. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I hope you guys, you know, maybe gained some knowledge or laughed at our stupidity. One of the two. (laughs) Um, But yeah, until next week. Until next week when we're together. Woohoo. All right. Have a great week, you guys. We'll see you later. Bye, guys. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Wait. I didn't do that. I was waiting. I just want to do a fun little bye. Like, hey, guys. Have okay, a great week. Do you want week. to do a you fun like... little bye then today? No. No. I, we have to close. And so.
<laughs> in addition to that goodbye, um, goodbye. Welcome. And, and good night. Good night.